She's a lifetime queen in plus-size pageantry, figure model, and international best-selling author. She's joining you right now on the air with her beautiful smile and lavish personality. You may have seen her rocking runways from New York City to Vegas, or have heard her broadcast live on location from Los Angeles. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you to the Miss Kamei Morning Show with your host, Miss Kamei, brought to you by New Urban Unlimited. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What a nasty day out there today. Where is our nice summer weather? Later, don't worry. Calm down. Be patient. Uh, Be patient. I, I was looking at the weather report, and it's supposed to be nice for the weekend, just in time for us to be off. Have some faith. Have some, yeah. I don't know. Washington's weather is so bipolar. We need to medicate her. Currently. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, so um, Ashley Graham, for those of you that don't know who she is, she actually uh, was featured in um, the first plus-size model to be featured in Sports Illustrated Swimsuit so hot. Edition. Yeah, she's super, super sexy. <laughs> um Rolls Curves Cellulite. I love every part of me, said Ashley Graham, when she took the stage to deliver an inspiring TED Talk on body confidence. In the article from the Huffington Post UK online at HuffingtonPost.co.uk, she shared the power of self-acceptance and why she rejects the term plus size. A lot of people in the industry, you know, really are trying to remove the, the word plus out of fashion. And, um, you know, I, I tend to agree with that um, because I feel like it segregates people. You know, we've got models, quote unquote, and then plus size. Like, what are we? Are we like chop suey or something? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, we're models, too. We're models, too. I don't know what I would be if I was a model. You, well, you're like 10 feet tall, so Thank you. you got legs one, all the way up to your yeah. arms. So. Okay, so I'm, they just call me legs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um she she stood in front of a full-length mirror when she walked out on stage. I actually watched the video on Facebook. And she said to herself, she's looking at the mirror, and it was actually pretty cute. And she goes, back fat, I see you popping out over my bra. But that's all right. I'm going to choose to love you. And those thick thighs, and she's kind of like rubbing her thighs. She goes, and those thick thighs, you are just so sexy. You can't stop rubbing each other. That's all right. I'm going to keep you, too. You're a part of me. I love you. As you, you may know, I encourage... Um, everyone to love their body and love themselves and walk in their God-given greatness. And this was just a great, great display um, and a great, you know, video of Ashley Graham, somebody who's really coming up in the plus community uh, to take center stage and really have a voice um, about her, her experience. She was signed as a model at 15 and, you know, was constantly, constantly, constantly picked and poked at uh, because of her weight. And so she clearly has made strides in the industry and is definitely um, being an example and setting the foundation for us in the, the plus community. So hats off to, to Ashley Graham. Um, we so love what she's doing. Woman of the week. Who do you think the winner was, Benny? I think I have a pretty darn good idea. Okay, who? Who do you think it was? I hope she's listening. I hope she's listening this well, morning. Well, I have it right in front of me, so I can, <laughs> I can cheat, but... Dang. Uh, but before you saw our, you know, rundown for the day, who did you think was going to win? I thought she was going to win, too. You did? She's been very active. Yes. Yes, she's been very active. point. Right, right. Um, and she has quite a following. 
Um, she uh, was uh, on the Miss Kamei show and talked about, had a very emotional interview and talked about her, her struggle with, um, you know, her herself. And at one point that she even attempted suicide, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And, and thank God that she was not successful. Um, she's got a blog. Um, she's got a tips and bits out there that, you know, she shares with everybody. Um, she actually introduced a line of her wigs that she wears, calling one of them the Miss Kamei wig. So we really, really love her for that. Uh, Woman of the Week winner is uh, Miss Rona Barry Morin. Yes! She had the the most votes uh, last month while we were voting for Woman of the Week. Uh, It was a close run between her and Sherry Lee Meredith. Uh, they definitely co- uh, work together and collaborate on Go Kirby, but Rona Barry Morin um, took it away with the Woman of the Week. So she wins a special feature in the Miss Kamei Show mini magazine. So we'll be look- on the lookout for that. That'll be shared on social media in digital format. Uh, we have a great, great live studio guest this morning, bright and early. He's joining me in the studio, Mr. Norman Rawlings. He's here to talk about uh, a couple of books that he's written and where where his content came from in our author in review interview this morning don't go anywhere we'll be right back you're listening to the miss kamei morning show brought to you by new urban unlimited live on alternative talk 1150 a.m coming to seattle it's emerge seven women seven stools a theatrical masterpiece that's shaking up the country saluting washington's gospel greats janelle damon jessica manoel sam townsend and victoria woodards it's an evening and afternoon of music and theater that will leave you on your feet spellbound and blessed at the beautiful Benaroya Hall, June 26th and 28th. Don't miss it. Hi, I'm attorney Richard Symes, and if you're having a financial problem and need an effective, affordable solution, I can help. The Symes Law Group specializes in bankruptcy filings and foreclosure defense mediation. Please give me a call today for a free consultation at 206-682-7975 or visit me on the web at S-Y-M-M-E-S-L-A-W.com. Your financial solution is just a phone call away. N2U is brought to you by the office of Dr. C. Neil Nicholson, orthodontist. Call 206-722-5000 or visit seattlebraces.com. Aerial Media, a marketing, research, media, and consulting service organization. Aerial Media is the official marketing organization for the Jackson Street Music Program, JSMP. www.jsmpinfo.org. Please visit Jazz in the City Concert Series, www.jazzinthecity.com, for the next JSMP event. The new mainstream of talk radio. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
Welcome back to the show. I'm really excited this morning. I don't know why. <laughs> a little? <laughs> a little excited. You're beyond excited. I'm like yelling in the microphone. You are. Like, calm down. <laughs> calm down. I had to sit down and create some separation between myself and the microphone. Is this a, better? Take is, a breath. Is, is this better? See, it feels better, doesn't it? Okay, now we're That's about, okay. <laughs> if you are joining me for the first time this morning, um, we are taking phone calls today, 425-373-5527. Our guest in the studio this morning is Norman Rawlings. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me today. Good morning. Thank you. How was your commute over? It wasn't bad. I got a little lost. Turned around. This is uh, a little new for me, Bellevue is, so... Bellevue? Yeah. Well, yeah. you just got to get out here more. I know it, right? <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you're here. It's a Thank pleasure you. having you. You're welcome. Um, uh, author and review. This is my uh, launch to the month. Okay. And um, I understand that you've written some some fabulous books that have done really, really well for you on Amazon.com. Well, I don't know how fabulous they are, but yeah, they're out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to invite everybody to uh, take a look at uh, themisscomeshow.com and get a behind-the-scenes look at Mr. Norman Rawlings. We've got a little bit of his bio up there on the website. Give us a little bit about your personal background, um, because as you and I have chatted, Norman, that is really uh, the the where 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 your writings came from, where you, what, what your books are about. So, give us a little bit about your personal background. Well, uh, I've always uh, written things down. So, um, <clears throat> when I was uh, just jotting down some ideas and thoughts and observations and things like that, I would share them uh, uh, with friends, and ultimately they. They mentioned that this is publishable stuff, which mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure what constitutes publishing and what <laughs> constitutes not publishing things. But mm-hmm. So I, I uh, put some ideas down on paper on, during a real difficult time uh, in my life when I was uh, um, homeless and, and uh, in between jobs and, and trying to see my children and mm-hmm. trying to be a good father and all those things. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that ended up being my first my first uh book called my waffle dreams and and um it it it's done fairly well mm-hmm, i think mm-hmm. uh, based on that so so what how did how did that come to fruition to a book how did that all happen um well a friend of mine uh really was instrumental in helping it helping me get it started mm-hmm. and uh, and they just kept encouraging me to to get this out on the on on paper, uh, there's a lot of terrific self-publishing uh, sites out there and self-publishing companies that you can that you can utilize. And I found a really good one that uh, really fit my needs and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my budget, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's been uh, it's been terrific. They've been great on getting uh, my work out there and in the mainstream on Amazon and and uh, done some. Um, <clears throat> really interesting book signings uh in really interesting <laughs> places that uh you you know you you not quite sure they even know what books are in some of these places <laughs> that I'm going to but uh yeah it's 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 been fun it's been a great experience and it seems like it's come a, a long way since I was writing these things down in my car right so mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. um yeah it's it's turned out okay so you mentioned being homeless yeah. and you mentioned you know writing in your car um, and something that you mentioned in uh, our conversation was um, your thought-provoking and light-hearted personal essays so talk about that a little bit a little bit with us you know uh, every time that um, things really started to get difficult um, 
I, I tried to not put myself in that deep, funky space, you know, in that deep water and mm-hmm. and um, not worry about it so much. There's so many <laughs> other uh, people out there that have so many uh, more difficult problems than, mm. than I do. Um, and even if they didn't at the time, if you just kind of keep telling yourself that, that you're that you're not alone, that you're not um, on your own mm-hmm. during this uh, time, even when it really feels like you are, mm-hmm. um, that it seems to be a little better. At least it did for me. So whenever I was writing these things down, I would always feel a little bit better about uh, my situation, even though I'm <laughs> really literally sitting in the car and wondering where I'm going to park for that night, right? So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it it just uh, it was a way to um, it was cathartic for me, if mm-hmm, you will. You mm-hmm. know, so I was always very uh, leery about posting anything that was that uh, personal. You uh, mean on social media? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and why? Why? Well, you you know you don't want to air dirty laundry, but um, for the most part, uh, you'd be surprised how many people have very similar situations or similar feelings um i think regardless of what cynics will tell you i i believe people to be good and honest and and wanting to help um Mm -hmm. reach out and what can i do to help you so um i've said it before but i'll take you know brothers over bootstraps any day of the week right so (laughs) yeah (laughs) I, I, i like the uh i like the good uh human nature of people yeah yeah um you talk about, you know, personal essays. So is that really how the book started? And and we'll get more into, you know, the, the details of My Waffle Dreams and, and the book and what it's about and, mm-hmm. and you know, how, how, how that story, you know, materialized for you. But is that where it started? I mean, how did you really start? Um, yeah, everything in the book is is real. Everything in the book has happened. Um, it, it's not a... Uh, piece of fiction um, for the for the most part you know names have been changed and <laughs> situations have been changed a mm-hmm, little bit but mm-hmm. uh, yeah everything is there's really what's the old saying that uh, truth is much stranger than than fiction so mm-hmm. um, this truth has been uh, has been strange for me but again I try to come at it a little a little bit more lighthearted than um, than it, what it normally appears because you can only take so much heavy blackness before you start, you know, right. going crazy, right? Right, so, right. Um, I, I, uh, I don't. I try to stay away from that, uh, that depth a little bit. But there's because you don't need to. You don't need to go down deep. There's always there's enough depth there for for everybody. So my um, my situation was uh, probably no different than than many others. I just happened to want to take a little spin on it to uh, to keep it from being so dark. You shared with me in in a conversation something an experience that you had. I think you were uh, you were in a parking garage, walking into a parking garage. Yeah, um, that was in Portland, um, and it was a couple days before Christmas, a few years back. Um, I was uh, I was in the parking garage, and I was heading towards the elevator in Portland, and uh, and a young man, probably I don't know. If, 13 or 14 years old, something mm-hmm. like that, maybe mm-hmm. 15, uh, was walking towards the elevator with with his mom, mm-hmm. and suddenly he just turned around and headed towards the edge of the parking garage. It was mm-hmm. one of those open garages where you could look down onto the street. And how many floors up were you? Uh, we were about eight or nine floors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were near the top. Okay. And uh, without 
without warning or without anything, he just threw himself off the the garage down to the street, <coughs> and, uh, and it was really uh, um, sickening, really mm-hmm. to to see because I have a son, and uh, my son at the time was was pretty young. He's fifteen now, but uh, it was really damaging to see that. And what was even more uh, horrible was. Uh, his his mother's just froze for a second and then just screamed. Mm-hmm. You know, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know anything about it. The police showed up really quickly. Um, but afterwards, I, I kept looking towards finding more information out about that family. And it mm-hmm. turns out that it, they were just, they had no idea that something this dark and this horrible could happen to them. Mm-hmm. And it just made me think, mainly because, well, anytime you get kids, I think you, you put yourself into that position very quickly. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. How horrible is that to happen to, right. to a father, to a mother, to anybody? There's, you know, there's no greater sin in my book than to, <laughs> than to uh, experience that kind of loss mm-hmm, in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't know that that was happening. And so... Um, that their son was Their dealing- son was dealing with those kind of, those kind of painful, you know, demons mm-hmm. in his life, right? So mm-hmm. um, I wrote a piece that's in the book uh, about that, and um, it was really uh, based on, since it was so close to the holidays, it was really based on uh, a resolution. My resolution was going to be, and I believe that's what it's called. Um, I can't remember. It's mm-hmm. been a while <laughs> since I've seen it. But uh, <laughs> my resolution was to um, to not really uh, let that darkness uh, creep into my life too much, um, to tell everybody how I feel, to let them know what is going on in my life. And, and, um, because before you know it, you turn around and look for your friends and they're gone. If you're, yeah. if you keep all these things to yourself, right? So right. Right. They can only do so much your pals. Mm-hmm. So that experience, you know, from an outsider's perspective, it did have an effect on you. Yeah. It did, you know, touch you in some way you know, good, bad, or indifferent. I don't know how it couldn't. Um, I don't know how you could just look at something like that. I, I, it was surreal. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was really frightening to, to watch. And, um, and it still kind of keeps, you know, I, I'm still reminded of it. Every time I drive past that, uh, mm-hmm. I'm in Portland a lot. Every time I drive past that building, I, I'm reminded of it. So, um, but I'm, tr- I'm just trying not to dwell on the, uh, you know, obviously it, it's nowhere near the pain that the family is feeling, but right. um, trying not to dwell on those things and try to recognize that, you know, whatever message may be included in, in that. Right. Well, you mentioned, you know, sharing your situation and reaching out, I guess, and, and, and touching your support system in, in a time of darkness because we all have them. Yeah. We all have them. So would you would you agree with that? Would you say that, you know, that experience, although as horrific and tragic as it was for you to witness it, um, did it make uh, make a difference for you in your, you know, in your darkness and the things that you were going through? Oh, most definitely. Um, I, you know, the biggest the biggest problem sometimes with with being quiet and trying to keep all these things to yourself is that sooner or later, um, people start to expect the quietness out of you, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 just like that, you're on your own. Um, now, 
I think everybody out there will agree that sometimes hearing the same problems from the same person gets a little uh, old and boring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But but that doesn't mean that they don't need to be said um, Mm -hmm. and talk about you know, talk talk these things with with your friends. Find out some kind of support system that you can go through to keep yourself from going down dark alleys. Because um, this, <clears throat> sometimes there's just no exit out of those things. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, m- my advice would be just to open it up to somebody, somebody you trust, obviously, but find sure, that one sure. person, whoever it is, and and just talk to them about it. Um, the the tabloids and the and the news and the radio and television is full of of incidents where those uh, things have gone horribly wrong. Right, so, right. Um, I I think open lines of communication are the are the best things. Yeah, yeah, definitely agree. I appreciate you sharing that. I know that that's a hard a hard story to share, but um, definitely one that I want our audience to hear. And the message that you're sharing, you know, that we need to talk to people. Um, especially in those dark moments, in, instead of going, you know, the wrong way, yeah. it can be a lifesaver. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be a lifesaver. I I don't know uh, of any other way out of it, and I've tried. Believe me, Kame, I've <laughs> I've given myself plenty of uh, opportunity to uh, medicate, you know, and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. do those other things, and it just doesn't work. I yeah, think human interaction is the best medication that you can come up with. Good, good message. Good message. We're going to take a quick break. Is that okay with you? No. Take a quick break. No, no oh, breaks? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, whatever you guys want. <laughs> I'm just here We're, for the coffee. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, it's time for our News to Me segment. We're going to talk about the Alliance for Women in Media Foundation and the Gracie's luncheon that's coming up don't go anywhere you're listening to the miss kame morning show it's new it's urban it's unlimited brought to you by new urban unlimited live on alternative talk 11 50 a.m Aerial Media, a marketing, research, media, and consulting service organization. Aerial Media is the official marketing organization for the Jackson Street Music Program, JSMP. www.jsmpinfo.org. Please visit Jazz in the City Concert Series, www.jazzinthecity.com, for the next JSMP event. N2U is brought to you by the office of Dr. C. Neil Nicholson, orthodontist. Call 206-722-5000 or visit seattlebraces.com. Hi, I'm attorney Richard Symes, and if you're having a financial problem and need an effective, affordable solution, I can help. The Symes Law Group specializes in bankruptcy filings and foreclosure defense mediation. Please give me a call today for a free consultation at 206 682 7975 or visit me on the web at SYMMESLAW.com. Your financial solution is just a phone call away. Get your smile on with Alternative Talk 1150.
Welcome back to the Miss Kamei Morning Show. If you are tuning in for the first time this morning, we are talking to Norman Rawlings about his fabulous, fabulous book and his life experiences that provoked him to write. It's time for the News to Me segment. For those of you that don't know what the Gracies are, uh, the Alliance for Women and Media Foundation have has been celebrating the Gracies for 40 years um, they had their annual gala two weeks ago, and they are preparing for the Gracie's Lunch in three weeks. Um, AWMF is a nonprofit, a 501c3 organization, and they um, give scholarships and develop networking and development programs necessary to incubate the next generation of women in media. I actually support um, the Alliance for Women in Media and am expecting myself and the Miss Kamei Morning Show to be uh, one that partners with the Gracies. Um, next year is a goal, um, but, it, you know, we'll, we'll see what, what happens, but it's definitely a goal for the Miss Kamei Morning Show. Um, you, uh, excuse me, um, AWMF's vision is to give us a view on what it takes to create award-winning content, be a resource, and provide research to continue to promote women in media to leadership positions and drive awareness and trend on the cutting edge in media. Uh, you can make a charitable donation. Go to allwomeninmedia.org to support their educational platform. They uh, work with colleges and universities and educational programs um, to help get women in media like me. Uh, coming up later, your chance to win one of Miss Kamei's favorite things. And up next, we are going to hear more from Norman Rawlings and about his book, My Waffle Dreams, and Searching for Max, um, the truth behind the stories of his books. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Miss Kamei Morning Show live on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Aerial Media, a marketing, research, media, and consulting service organization. Aerial Media is the official marketing organization for the Jackson Street Music Program, JSMP. www.jsmpinfo.org Please visit Jazz in the City Concert Series, www.jazzinthecity.com for the next JSMP event. N2U is brought to you by the office of Dr. C. Neal Nicholson, orthodontist. Call 206-722-5000 or visit seattlebraces.com. Hi, I'm attorney Richard Symes, and if you're having a financial problem and need an effective, affordable solution, I can help. The Symes Law Group specializes in bankruptcy filings and foreclosure defense mediation. Please give me a call today for a free consultation at 206-682-7975 or visit me on the web at S-Y-M-M-E-S-L-A-W.com. Your financial solution is just a phone call away. Time for something different. Time for Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the show. We're taking phone calls. If you have a question that you would like to ask Mr. Norman Rawlings, you can call us 425-373-5527. We're live in the studio. He's here. He's accessible. 
you, you reach out to him while you can because once the interview's over, that's it. One who knows time where, only. Yeah, that's who it. knows where it'll end this up? <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at the Miss Kamei Show. Uh, you can find all of my season one interviews, all my podcasts at SoundCloud. Hashtag Real Life Miss Kamei on all social media and let us know that you are listening to us and following us. We'd love to give you a shout out on the air. Norman, Waffle yeah. Dreams. <laughs> Waffle Dreams. What's the truth behind the book? What's the truth behind that story? <clears throat> behind the Waffle Dream story yes. or behind the book story in general? Well, yep. you know, the, the, it, it is a, um, just a collection of things uh, as life as I know it type of uh, uh, situation. It's not really uh, hugely um, therapeutic, I don't think. Uh, it's pretty easy to read. It's a pretty uh, easy approach to very simple events that have happened uh, in my life, but they've happened, you know, at a really difficult time. So perhaps that, um, that edginess comes out a little bit in mm-hmm. the, in the stories, but, uh, for the most part, they're, um, life as I know it mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of situation during a pretty, uh, uh, tumultuous time in my life, uh, a year and a half, two years of my life when I was, <clears throat> when I was, um, wandering about aimlessly in the mm-hmm. wilderness <laughs> um, uh, you really, it's interesting what kind of stories you find that just fall in front of you, um, when you go down <laughs> certain alleyways, right? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. certain streets. So, yes, yes. Um, it's, uh, I, I don't recommend it, you know, <laughs> it's just as a personal experience, but, uh, everybody's got a story. Everybody has, um, something going on in their life. So, it, if that's the case, if that truly is the case, and I believe it to be so, then then uh, maybe that'll uh, change the way you treat people, uh, change the way you address people, change mm-hmm. the way you you talk to them, uh, even coworkers. You know, you never know what's going on with a coworker, mm-hmm. and they may tell you the same story over and over and over because they're a coworker and they sit in the you know cube or whatever next to you, but. Mm-hmm. You know, for the most part, you don't really know everything that's going on with with them. So, right. um, you know, cut them some slack. Yeah, that's, don't bully them. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, know, you know, take it easy. Everybody's got something going on in their life. So, right. Uh, Be compassionate. Would you say? And experience grace in your life. Yes. Exercise a little grace. Yeah. Um. Or a lot. Or a lot. Yeah. Or a little. <laughs> it, it, some for At some. At least some. Fo- yeah, for some folks, it's just uh, some would work, right? Yeah. So. Exactly. Uh, the message that you wanted your audience, that you want your audience to receive after reading that book, My Waffle Dreams. Um, <clears throat> it, it's, th- things are bad sometimes, but they get better. They mm. always, almost always get better. And you are responsible for making them get better. And it, it's not, uh, um, it's not so difficult to just reach out to some friends and talk to them. It's not so difficult to um, try to look towards the brighter side of any situation. Um, God, there's a billion things in the world that, that can that can shut down the lights, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and make you emotionally unavailable to your friends and to your family. And if anything can be taken from the book, it would be... Um, yeah, these things suck. Mm-hmm. These things really are bad. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they get better. And almost every situation in there uh, has a a sense of hope to it, a sense of um, uh, 
there's an attraction to that sense of hope. There's attraction to that sense of grace that that comes from each story in the book, uh, each very short story in the book that mm-hmm. uh, makes things better. So, I think if if um, if they can, if they being the reader can can take that approach, then then they might be better off. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Wonderful message to share. Thank you. Wonderful message to share. You're you have two books actually, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you I know. Giggle. Yeah, I do have two books. <laughs> How great is that? <laughs> um, your second book, uh, because my waffle dreams was the first book that you wrote, correct? Right. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, how that did well? How well did that do on Amazon? Just I have no idea. Yes, you do. I don't. I really, I really don't. I think you know when you put it on Amazon or when Amazon puts it on Amazon, whatever yeah. they um, they have this ranking, um, and uh, it's pretty humbling to you know you see the uh, like the Stephen Kings and the James yeah. Pattersons and, yeah. and, and writers like the J.K. Rowling and whoever else. Uh, these big time authors, right? And they're like third and fourth and fifth and trending towards the tenth or whatever. Yeah, else. yeah. I think I at one point I looked at it uh, when it first came out, and I was like one million nine hundred sixty-eight thousand, <laughs> something like that. You know, in terms of book sales. Yes. So there was almost two million people ahead of me that's written books that had more sales than I did. And I looked, and after I saw that first stat, I just didn't even bother with it. <laughs> didn't even bother with it. Yeah, uh, so. Well, um, I shared the same platform with you. I wrote in an, in an anthology back in December, and within 45 minutes of launching, the book hit the international bestsellers list. Wow. And Great. we actually got up to, I think, number five um, in, you know, we, we hit the bestseller list, I think, in like two categories, and um, we actually, you know, got up to, you know, number six, and I can't remember what category. Um, but I feel you there, you know, like you're checking the rankings, you know, and you keep going back and checking it. At least that's what I did. You well, know, I'm I, like, yeah, come on, number one, one come on, number one, because you want that credibility. You want that status. Well, it's Number cool. one international yeah. bestselling, you know, author. That's that's really uh, that's really kind of nice to say. But I swear to God, I, I if it wouldn't have surprised after I saw that first stat of being two million or something <laughs> like that, I, it wouldn't have surprised me if I found out that I was the best-selling author in Antarctica or something yeah. <laughs> crazy, right? So. <laughs> Your second book, uh, uh, yeah. Searching for Max. Searching for Max. Searching for Max. So what was the time frame? What what was the, the separation between My Waffle Dreams and Searching for Max? Uh, it was about a year and a half or, or a couple of years when I first started writing it, and then it, um, uh, I guess it's been out for about a year now, I think. But um, it, it is my attempt at a, at a novel um it's completely fiction but it's somewhat somewhat of an autobiographical fictional work mm-hmm. in that i and i think any author probably does this at some point that they uh, use characters in their own lives and feelings and thoughts that they have in their own lives to to set the framework for the story and that's what i did with with max searching for max um um it's about a story of a, a brother and a sister who are in their late 20s early 30s and uh they get a uh, a will uh bequeathed to them from their from their father who had passed away a year prior mm-hmm. and it was a surprise will and as it turns out uh it was somewhat of a treasure hunt uh their father wanted them to go to various people that he had met in his life and uh those people would have something f- 
for them, for his children, and then in turn his children were given something to give back to these people. And then it's it's kind of a story about uh, what you thought you knew about your family that you really didn't know. And I took a lot of it from my interaction that I have with my own children, uh, who I'd like to give a shout out to, yes. if that's possible, yes. Max and Morgan. Yes, if you're Max listening, and Morgan. Yes, they're probably not listening. It's I don't know six thirty or something. <laughs> you probably well, they sleep. can listen to the the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So shout Max out and Morgan, yeah, Max and Morgan Rawlings in Portland, Oregon. Hey, hey you better get up and get to school and That's be on right. time. Do That's not right. know no, playing hooky today. No, they're great kids. They're great <laughs> kids, good students. So, um, but it's um, it was a story about uh, my interaction with them. I wasn't around uh, as much uh, as I wanted to be, and uh, and this story is about a father who uh, really had a, a pretty full life. Um, prior to the children showing up and then after they were he and his he and his wife were divorced um he met just all these interesting wonderful people that is that his kids didn't know anything about mm-hmm, that his mm-hmm. kids really didn't know anything about because mm-hmm. of their own lives that they spent you know being raised by their mother so that is that hits near and dear to my heart mm-hmm. but um <clears throat> as with any good story there's uh I don't know if it's a good. I hope it's a good story, but as with any good story, there's an element of darkness, and I had no idea that Dad did this. I had no idea that Dad knew that these kind of people, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there's a darkness, there's an edginess there. I think there's mystery there. There's a little death and murder and giggling. Ew. Yeah, so it's and a, giggling. Yeah, death, it's a good story. Giggling. Death, murder, and giggles. You know, <laughs> what's better than that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, have your children read that book? Uh, you know, I think Morgan might have. Uh, getting Max to sit down and and read. He's he's a pretty good reader, but I don't know if he's read it all yet. But uh, Morgan might have read it all. So it's a it's a good it's a good story. I think it's a really good mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. It's a quick read. And you know, I'm going to ask you the same question about that book. What what is the message that you want your audience to receive after reading that? Um. Well, it, it was a very personal message that I had while writing it, it that the fathers are never that far away. Um, you know, it may seem like, uh, and, and I can't speak for every father, but for me personally, uh, any message that I wanted to convey was would probably be to my children that um, I'm never far away from you. I'm never that far away from uh, uh, your hearts, your your you're always there in my memory. Mm-hmm. Um, even if we can't uh, be together, you're mm-hmm. always there. So mm-hmm. um, I think that uh, closeness, despite the distance and the miles and the years even, that uh, uh, the real connection of family. And the brother and sister in the story uh, really don't really know each other at the beginning. They're doing their own things, doing mm-hmm. their own lives. But as a result of having to go out and meet all these people, mm-hmm. Uh, they really bond. They really come together. So mm. uh, the importance of family, obviously, can't be overstated. But uh, s- sometimes um, when it's broken, it can be fixed. Maybe that's the mm. maybe that's one message to come out of it. I want to share um, with our audience, make, with you making that point, I didn't grow up with my father in my life. And there came a point in my life when I was about 30 
when I wanted to know his side of the story, you know, what happened, um, you know, being a, a 30 woman, 30 year old woman and having relationships in my life that didn't work out. You know, I knew that there had to be a reason. And I took that opportunity to actually travel, you know, to my father's home in Idaho and ask him what happened and get his side of the story. Yeah. And it was a monumental moment for my entire family, me doing that. It brought closure to me. It gave my father an opportunity to be heard. And it made a difference for my sister because she was she was older than I was and had more of a, a memory of a relationship with him where I didn't. I was younger. Mm-hmm. It gave her an opportunity to share her hurt and, you know, heal her heart. It gave my mother an opportunity to hold herself accountable for her behavior and how she handled the relationship. And it gave me an opportunity to be accountable to, you know, his wife, who I resented for so many years. Um, the day my dad died, the day my my father was dying, and this was several years after this, he never stopped thanking me for coming and talking to him. He never, I mean, he kept saying to me, thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming and talking to me. My father was able to to die in peace because I did what I did. And we didn't have, you know, this great relationship. It wasn't like, you know, I was in his life and we talked to each other and, you know, we're on the phone every day. But from that moment on, when I went to talk to my father, him and his wife began to travel to Washington every year and come and spend an entire week with our family. So it, it, it you know, that one step that I took was such a blessing to not only me and my father, my mother, his wife, my sister, my sister's children. Yeah. Um, well, it's I think never the, too late. Those, it's those never too late. one moments, those one defining moments, those one catalysts, those sparks, uh, even if it's one sentence or two, one phone call can, can change the, the dynamic of things. Yeah. And I think, uh, the book is riddled with this. Uh, that one meeting with that one person changed the currents of this man's life yeah. forever, and hence is now affecting his children. Yeah. And as a result of the the crucial things that the kids come up with, um, and the wonderful things, and sometimes the deadly things. Read mm-hmm. the book. Read mm-hmm. the book. Read, read the, the book. book. Read the book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it it changes their lives as well. Yes. Um. So. Uh, and maybe that's some of the story that you can get with with Waffle Dreams as well is that um you know if you just reach out and have those conversations you know um with with one person sometimes a hello is so much more than a hello yes right? oh yeah absolutely i and, agree with that and uh and it it can put people back on track i yeah. swear it sounds it sounds strange but it really can that one hello in a coffee shop can god i'm noticed Yes. And all of a sudden, you got that person back on track. You know? Right, right. So, now they've realigned their focus. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah. he notices me. That person notices me. That that woman smiled at me. That, uh, that that you know, I held the door open. God, you know, just those one things. You just the have The human no interaction. Human interaction yeah, human is interaction. so important. Yes, yes. Better than any drug. Yes. 
<laughs> good point. Definitely a good point. We're going to take a quick break, Norman. Um, when we come back, it's time for Miss Kamei's favorite thing giveaway. Ooh, we're so excited <laughs> about that. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Miss Kamei Morning Show. It's new. It's urban. It's unlimited. Live on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. We'll be right back. Aerial Media, a marketing, research, media, and consulting service organization. Aerial Media is the official marketing organization for the Jackson Street Music Program, JSMP. www.jsmpinfo.org. Please visit Jazz in the City Concert Series, www.jazzinthecity.com, for the next JSMP event. N2U is brought to you by the office of Dr. C. Neil Nicholson, orthodontist. Call 206-722-5000 or visit seattlebraces.com. Hi, I'm attorney Richard Symes, and if you're having a financial problem and need an effective, affordable solution, I can help. The Symes Law Group specializes in bankruptcy filings and foreclosure defense mediation. Please give me a call today for a free consultation at 206 206- 682-7975 or visit me on the web at S-Y-M-M-E-S-L-A-W.com. Your financial solution is just a phone call away. Outside the box, outside the norm, inside your radio. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Miss Kamei Morning Show. It's time for Miss Kamei's favorite thing giveaway. And this week, we are giving away Just Like Candy's Sweet Pea and Pomegranate Gourmet Sugar Scrub Lotion and Bath Bomb. And yes, Norman, um, during the break, Norman was wanting to get a. a he was little... ready to run out and call in. He's yeah. like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> he wanted He's a little scoop. It. Yeah. So um, for. In order to win that giveaway, you uh-huh. have to go to Facebook uh-huh. or Miss um, International dot com, right. and you have to subscribe to my newsletter. Oh, and, okay. uh, and my, I can win some bath and, salts. Yep, yep. And this the, these products. Let me just give a little bit of history. Just like candy was actually a featured uh, entrepreneur on uh, the Miss Kamei show, and all of her products are all natural, and she makes them all herself in her home. Wow. Uh, manufactures them, sends them out. Uh, fabulous, fabulous line of products. In fact, if you go to uh, themiscamayshow.com and list, uh, click on season two, you will be able to listen to her interview and hear all about her products and how fabulous they are. She does have a men line as well, specifically mm-hmm. for men. Betty, do you re- Benny, do you remember the name of the men's line? Oh. She, mm. she, shout, she, she tweeted you. I know. 
Men. I don't know. I should. I know. I know. know. (laughs) Embarrassed. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But she does have a Menliner product. So um, I may have to go out and get a bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great (laughs) stuff. So uh, subscribe to the Miss Kamei International Newsletter for your chance to win. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Norman about uh, self-publishing pros and cons and find out how we can get his books online and I understand you have a little special offer to give away to in a future show that we'll talk about that when we come back don't go anywhere you're listening to the Miss Kamei morning show it's new it's urban it's unlimited brought to you by alternative talk 1150 a.m. Hi, I'm attorney Richard Symes, and if you're having a financial problem and need an effective, affordable solution, I can help. The Symes Law Group specializes in bankruptcy filings and foreclosure defense mediation. Please give me a call today for a free consultation at 206-682-7975 or visit me on the web at S-Y-M-M-E-S-L-A-W.com. Your financial solution is just a phone call away. And to you is brought to you by the office of Dr. C. Neil Nicholson, orthodontist. Call 206-722-5000 or visit seattlebraces.com. Aerial Media, a marketing, research media, and consulting service organization. Aerial Media is the official marketing organization for the Jackson Street Music Program, JSMP. www.jsmpinfo.org. Please visit Jazz in the City Concert Series, www.jazzinthecity.com, for the next JSMP event. 1150kknw.com, your connection to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to the show. If you are tuning in for the first time, we're, we're closing out the show this morning, talking to Norman Rawlings about his book, uh, My Waffle Dreams and Searching for Max. Um, I want to talk about just briefly, you know, self-publishing pros and cons, because as I've shared with you, I'm an international bestselling author myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my publisher, that was all done for me. I didn't self-publish. And so there, you know, there were benefits to it, but at the same time, um, you know, there were not so great benefits, like you mentioned, you know, your publisher and book signings and whatnot. And so, you know, I don't know, is that something that you get with self-publishing? No, not necessarily. Um, Well, it depends, I suppose. There's so many uh, self-publishing companies out there that that have great packages, and a lot of the packages may have... uh, um, Book signing kits, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, big cardboard signs and and uh, mm-hmm. little little uh, three by five cards they hand away at the you know at the signing and whatever else that have a brief bio and and things yeah, like marketing. that. Marketing materials, yeah. things like that. But uh, for the most part, um, what self publishing does for you is it, it gets your book out to the mainstream, like the Amazons, mm-hmm. the. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know any of the other main uh, publishing, like um, 
Kindle, you know, the Amazon Kindles, mm-hmm. and it can get it on an electronic version, which is what uh, Max is, searching for Max. So um, in that sense, it's a real positive experience. Are that you on Barnes & Noble? Barnes & Noble. Okay. Uh, Barnes & Noble and uh, for for Waffle Dreams. So, yeah, it's and publishing can do that. Self-publishing can put those things out there where uh, you probably wouldn't have had a mechanism to be able to do that before. So uh, in that sense, it's real positive. In the other sense, I like the idea of having a book in your hand. And mm-hmm. uh, Searching for Max is a uh, is a Kindle version, so it's an electronic book. So you can download it to your phone or to your Kindle or your iPad or laptop or whatever. And that's cool, and I think that's really helped the sales of it in this day and age of print media being, you know, sh- <laughs> shuffled to the wayside by by the um, mainstream, you know, the social media and things like that. But mm-hmm. um, but I just, I still like that idea of having a book in your hands. So. Yeah, yeah. And you can get that with, with Waffle Dreams. So. What are the cons to it? Uh, the cons are, well, first of all, if you're self-publishing, then you're doing the costs. All the costs are associated to you. Uh-huh. So, <clears throat> um there, Waffle Dreams was done through a company called iUniverse, which is a great organization, and they have ter- a lot of great packages uh, available to you. But those are the costs that normally any other author like yourself, the publisher would pick up, and then um, they would take out of your out of your sales, right? So you. Well, pay- I paid. I there was a there was an expense for me as an author. Oh, it probably was okay. it was probably was minim- minimal. So it might have been a kind of a blend a hybrid between, between right two, well in so. an anthology very different you know than just a a, a sole author you know okay. there were 20 authors in the anthology oh okay um and so we all shared in the expense of you know the uh the cost of publishing the book okay. i don't know if i would do it again right um but yeah the the cons to to self-publishing it is the cost definitely and also um you know when you have a uh, when you have a publisher that takes care of uh uh all the expenses for for your travel and your book signings and things like that mm-hmm. then they can put you in great signing places instead of uh John's uh coffee shack in yeah. Ocean Shores Washington <laughs> I've been there actually it's not bad yeah yeah, yeah. well so, so you were the one great yeah. seafood for great the, seafood too. for the sun so uh tell us quickly where where can people get your 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 well what are, what are you going to offer our audience? What are you willing to offer our audience? I'll let Bath you just, salts. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll uh, let you share the, the I will, surprise. I would be happy to uh, autograph a, a copy of My Waffle Dreams and send it to, uh, Fabulous. to one of your listeners. Fabulous. Yeah. So you guys heard that. Um, you know, Sign up for the Miss Kamei International uh, newsletter. We will offer um, an autographed copy of My Waffle Dreams. Um, in a later show. Thank you so much for for sponsoring the show. We really appreciate that. Your giveaways, you know, really uh, support uh, Miss Kamei's favorite things. So we appreciate that. Tell people where they can find your book. Where can they buy your books? Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble. Um, those are the two mainstreams. iUniverse.com, you can find My Waffle Dreams. Uh, there's probably still a copy hanging around Powell's Bookstore down in Portland, uh, but uh, Amazon is generally the best place for it. Amazon.com. That's thank, it. Thank you so much, Mr. Thank Rawlings. You. Yeah. It's so great seeing you again and having you live in the studio. It's been uh, fun. Thanks so, a lot, guys. So, so excited to have you. Thank you so much. Follow Miss Kamei on Twitter at the Miss Kamei Show. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the Miss Kamei Show. Subscribe to the Miss Kamei International Newsletter. Don't forget... 
um, for your chance to win and subscribe to the Miss Kamei Show YouTube channel. Stay tuned for Conscious Talk Radio, radio that makes a difference. It's coming up right after the break. Tune in next week, same time, same place. You're listening to the Miss Kamei Morning Show brought to you by New Urban Unlimited, live on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m.